Peace and blessings and welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. This episode is brought to you by HeritageHipHop.com, where we introduce you to your future favorite artists today while celebrating the foundational artists that set up the hip hop culture and whose shoulders we stand on. Today's show is The Mike Council, a show where we talk about issues that affect the hip hop community beyond beats and rhymes. We ask that you subscribe to HeritageHipHop.com Follow this podcast stream wherever you're listening and follow us on Heritage Hip Hop on all streaming platforms, all social media platforms. And wherever you take your phone, wherever you listen to music, Heritage Hip Hop is there as well. But today's show was about Spotify not paying off artists in 2024. What does that mean for the independent artists? And how can they keep their money? Well, stay tuned to this podcast. And let's talk about it. And I'll return with the rest of my commentary when the podcast is finished. Bam, what's going on, everybody out there? This is Kareva Heritage Hip Hop saying welcome back to the Mike Council, a show where we talk about issues that affect the hip hop culture outside of beats and rhymes, but issues that plague us when it comes to who we are and what we represent in this culture. I'm Kareva Heritage Hip Hop, and it's a pleasure to get to speak to you one more time. Before we get into everything, I ask that you subscribe to HeritageHipHop.com. Follow Heritage Hip Hop on all social media. All right? Not only that, hit the like button when you come up in here because you want to hit the algorithm. I don't care if I have two people that watch or 20,000 people that watch this. This is very important because today's topic is about how you make your money as an artist. This topic is about not only how you make your money, but how your money will get paid out and if you're going to lose money. When it comes to this hip hop game and where streaming and royalties are going. So before we get into anything, please share this. Share this with any and everybody that you know. Share this right now. Join me on YouTube. Join me everywhere because this right here is a is, is something really necessary. I'm gonna put the uh the flyer back up. It says the Spotify payout is over. And what does that mean for you, the artist? Well, first of all, I'm going to say this like I say every show. Heritage Hip Hop does not believe in streaming. We believe in streaming as a marketing tool, not as a basis for you to make your income when it comes to music. Now, mainstream artists have the luxury of being able to tell the world streaming is only 5% of where my royalties come from when it comes to music but as an independent artist i always said it's a shame where their five percent is your 95 to 99 percent of your income when it comes to music the smarter artists not saying that you're not smart but the smarter artists know that merch offsets what you do with your product as far as packaging and the promotion and marketing now here's the the, the kick in the nuts I like to say when it comes to streaming, whenever you stream, you're giving your, your music to a bank and the bank gives membership and payment. Uh, thank you to those who not only invest in the bank, but they allow them to be able to listen to all this music. Now, if you remember years ago, Spotify had an issue. A lot of streaming services had issues collecting entire albums. Then you had people color, um, selling off their uh, catalog and all these things. And people were making money off of um, artists' music that they did not have. 
And you know what's funny? As many artists complained about all this, it wasn't until Taylor Swift actually said something that people started paying attention. People that don't have our complexion, actually. And through Taylor Swift saying that somebody stole her catalog from her and they bought it without her knowledge, she did something that most artists aren't scared to do. And that was re-record, but not only that, she repackaged remarket and re-promoted herself with this old material that's redone and remastered as something new so not only did she get her money back per se she did it under her own label she did it under on her own artist control genius brilliant marketing but the question i have is why aren't all artists doing this why is this not being done everywhere What I'm what I'm what I'm gonna um, bring to you is this. When it comes to marketing, when it comes to knowing how to be an artist, you gotta understand the business aspect of what artistry is. Where is your money coming from? How are you getting the little bit of money that your that that that, that your streaming platform gives? Now, Spotify may be one of the most recognizable ones but other platforms have done this deezer has done this and youtube has done this they have actively conspired to take the royalties and the money out of artist bank account so once again the payout is going to end spotify is about to Fuck you, just like YouTube has destroyed other content creators. And I need you to understand this if you're an artist, because not only is this going to mess with your money for whatever songs you put out, it's going to long-term affect you. Let me show you what I mean. A couple years ago, YouTube put a paywall up. And the paywall is what all these podcasters had to get to to get paid. Like me, I was monetized that one time. I made a little bit of money off of YouTube. But then YouTube changed the game and they said you need 4 million subscribers and about a uh, uh, thousand hours of um, uh, watch time. And they monitored how long people watch their videos and accumulated a certain way. And so when that happened, all the people who were podcasting fell all the way off and a lot of people's channels got demonetized. That's step one. By changing the dynamics of how many people have to be on your page, how many people have to watch your page, how many people are subscribed to your page, then when the shorts came out, YouTube changed it and said, all right, well, now you can incorporate shorts. And if you have this many amount of views on shorts and this many amount, and this and this, this, the plan was to keep people on YouTube. But if you did not keep people on your page consistently, then you got demonetized. So I shout out everybody that's monetized, but I also look at what their content is. And I can tell you, a lot of people are monetized that talk about nothing but garbage. Because the number one thing that's podcasted right now that people talk about is bad relationships. And that's some bullshit, because that means nothing else to talk about. The number the number two thing about besides bad relationships people talk about is um gossip, which is always going to be there. Wendy Williams is the pro is the, is the is the mark for that. She's the j- progenitor of all that. So you got relationship talk, gossip talk, which leads into sex talk. Why is there balloons? That's crazy. With sex talk, and then not only that, and the most important thing, the third thing is entertainment, which it comes to sports, 
or music. Not even news gets a lot of, you know, depending on where you are in the country or whatever, but those are the things that people are into. So when it came to YouTube, those are the things that people grew with tremendously. You know what I'm saying? And I want to shout out Doggy Diamonds because he actually was talking about the difference between YouTube and podcasting. So the YouTube shows, I would say, as he puts it, that's how their numbers got up. But here's the thing, though. The saving grace behind artistry was you had different streams of income that came from different media. So like I said, titles, Spotify, YouTube, Google Music, uh, Apple, Deezer, all these different places, they control the bank because everybody was giving them their, their, their music and then people who had subscriptions now were able to get more access to their music even though, you know, to get their money, these these uh, free distributors had commercials, SoundCloud, all of them, they took up commercials, right? Like I said, but here's the, here's the part that's going to mess you up. In 2024, Spotify has put together uh, a plan that says they're going to stop giving and paying out royalties to non-working artists. Let's build on that. The question is, what the hell is a working artist and how do they describe that? We don't know because Spotify has not defined what a working artist is. But Spotify it has come up with three rules to determine how they're going to make the designation of what works and what does not without telling you, the person who's putting their art on the platform, not the consumer yet, the artist that is on the platform which is bananas. Leave a comment. Let me know what you think that is. Why don't you define for me what you think a working artist is? And how do you think Spotify is going to define what a working artist is? Because right now, we don't know. And Spotify has came up with three rules, three distinct rules on how they're going to change the platform. I'm going to give you one of them right now. I'm going to put the, maybe the one that's the, maybe the best of all the three rules. Spotify is going to is going to um, find labels and artists for fraud, which means stream farms and bots are going to get people knocked off the platform for unnatural or unorganic streams. Check this out. If you've never seen a stream farm, it's a room where all these phones are connected to a platform, right? And they consistently loop songs. And people just come in and push the buttons to make sure that the song, everything is on working and the phone hasn't cut off. So that's the stream farm. It's nothing but a room with nothing but um stands that hold phones. And people just constantly make sure the phone is on and they're streaming songs. They want to cut down on that. Bots are used by the industry. So what a bot does is a bot just keeps streaming a song over and over and over. Now, in the industry, a lot of people are just looking for people who just have numbers and the bots produce the numbers. So if you have bots that's out there making your uh, streams grow, now Spotify wants to go and destroy the bot, destroy the stream farm, find the labels and the artists so legit, organic, real people and real streams can be counted for royalties. That is amazing. That's great. I like that. But there's a story behind that that we're going to get to because that's also going to affect the third party distributor, which is TuneCore, 
CD Baby, or whoever else you use. It could be United Masters, whatever. It doesn't matter. But it's going to affect them. And I'm going to show you. I'm going to tell you how in a minute. I took notes on this, y'all. I really got into this. When I first heard this news, I was like, okay, Spotify is going to drop the money. Well, how does that affect me if I wanted to put some, some music out on Spotify? Here you go. Spotify did this because Spotify was paying out what they deemed too much money to certain playlists that accumulated the average of 30 cents per play, while the average artist got 0.003 cents per play. So for every 100 plays, the artist got $3. But for the average 100 plays of the play, the, the, the noise playlist, an artist got about $300. That doesn't make sense, right? Three dollars to thirty dollars, or something like that. Three hundred thirty. Let's break it down. So, Spotify had a rule that said, if your song played for thirty-one seconds, you automatically got royalties. That's it, right? But there were people that were beating the system. So somebody found that out, and they said, you know what? I'm going to make playlists. But the playlists are going to be sleeping playlists, white noise playlists, playlists for dogs, playlists for relaxation, et cetera, right? When the whole playlist of 20 tracks got played at a certain minimum of 30, 31, 35 seconds per track, they were gaming the system by running the playlist, and the royalties were getting paid out per track for, every, for however long the playlist was. So if you had 30 songs at 30 whatever, uh, at the point zero whatever, and, they, and, they, and y'all played through the playlist, you made your $3 over by the how many songs that you did by 10. So point zero zero whatever, every 10 songs is 3 cents. You know, every 20 songs was um, was a 3 cent, 30 cent. Every 30 songs was $3. So people would make these long playlists of just 30, 30 second tracks and they would get royalties on every single song and they got paid out. So Spotify was cutting down on playlists and they realized they were losing $18 million on these type of playlists. Now Spotify in 2023, 2022, I'm sorry, made a profit of $68 million. So now that they first start turning over profits by raising the price from free to $9.99 to $10.99, and in some countries, $15.16.99, they're trying to cut their losses by saying we're paying out too much money. So now Spotify is saying, this is what they're saying. We're going to cut who makes the most with the least minimum of effort. So those white noise playlists, those sleep playlists, that soothing music playlists that people have been playing on Spotify to just get them through, guess what? Gone. They're going to change the paywall, like I said YouTube did, so that now they were not going to get paid as much. And are they going to be considered working artists if people are constantly listening to this thing? But the pay is different. Are they going to accumulate the same amount of royalties as somebody now who makes a regular song? Because a person who makes a song, remember, gets 0.003% of a song. But a white noise playlist is one continual sound that goes straight through. So now they're going to be looking at sound quality, noise, lyrics, verbals, and all that to determine how they're going to pay each track. But guess what? 
that was not defined yet. So if this stuff is not defined, how do you know how you're going to make your money if you're putting songs on these platforms? And I'm talking about just Spotify right now because 100,000 songs is uploaded to Spotify per day. Yet, not only can you be lost in the shuffle, now, whether you're playlisting or not, you can be lost completely off of Spotify because if you don't have a bot, if you don't have a stream farm to continually have your thing going, which not saying that you need that, they are going to determine if your if your uh, post works. And we don't even know what that means. Is that a thousand plays per month? Is that two hundred plays per month? We they have not put the stipulation out on what a working artist is. So a lot of people be like, well, why are you talking about this now? Why are you um? Why, why can't, why aren't you just waiting to see what they do? Because the thing is, if you don't put the power in the artist's hands, you actually take away the meaning of the art itself. And if you don't control the narrative that people will tell your story and short you on the story that you've made for yourself by giving their own spin on it, which is bull. I'm going to tell y'all, there's great artists out here that have less than a thousand spins on their whole albums. That is that their fault? Partly. But if now that artist is saying, I put an album out on Spotify, but Spotify took my album down and I can't put it back up because those files are locked in a system that will recognize it, something is very wrong. And that's where this is going. Because now, your money not only is your money being taken, accessibility to who you are is getting wiped away as well. Which brings me to the main point. What is the streaming threshold? The streaming threshold is how many streams you have to have to get paid a royalty. Remember when I said YouTube put a, a, a paywall up? YouTube put a paywall up that said, if you don't have this amount of subscriptions to your, your channel, this amount of playtime, or this amount of views on a short, you cannot get monetized. You're done. Well, Spotify is doing that now. Spotify is going to put a minimum threshold with stimulate stipulations on your art. So if you don't have a certain amount of spins, you don't have a certain amount of streams, you don't have a certain amount of posts, you don't have a certain amount of interaction with your stuff, that means it's getting taken down. It's not going to be it's not going to be deemed royalty worthy. So that means for independent artists who don't have the special contracts that the mainstream artist has, you are going to be lost. Your money will be taken. You will not be deemed profitable and you will be taken off of Spotify, which means you're shit out of luck. And unless you do something to connect with the art, with, with, your, with your, your fan base, you're fucked. There's nothing you can do. Nothing. Not a damn thing. All I can tell you is what's going to happen is what's going to happen. But how do you get past this? Because an indie artist doesn't have what a major label artist has. All of y'all are not Nas. Y'all can't have somebody stream your first album, your fifth album, your seventh album, and just have a run with it because your music hasn't made that much of an impact yet. So how do you get around that? Well, number one, the main thing to do is you have to build a fan base. Now, you have other platforms coming out like fan base where the artist gets to work independently with, with, with people who follow them, right? Clubhouse was supposed to be like that. I don't know if anybody's on Clubhouse anymore. But building your own proper fan base was the way people were going to 
get folks to connect with them using social media. That's what it was for. Now it seems that that's the way you're going to have to go back. See, back in the days in music, there was mom and pop shops. There was tours, college radio and all that. You can still do those things and meet the people, put on a little exhibition show if the store allows you, if the, if there are stores that do that still, and whether you're doing pop-ups or something, go meet the people. Because the one thing you sell as an artist besides entertainment is experience. And to get someone's time and their attention means you're going to give them the experience of something that they're never, ever going to let go. You want to know why a lot of these new artists can't sell these tours and stuff out? Because they're not selling experiences. You could look at Sexy Red. You either you like her or not. There's no experience with her. She's just she's a she's she's a she's a flash in the pan for right now. She's popular now, but as soon as they get another young lady that somebody can can use or market, she's gonna be out there. Suki Han the same way. Um, I can't say Glorilla because she actually has is doing things. I don't like her marketing technique, but she's out here working. Ice Spice, another one. At least she has beats. But when it comes to connectivity and the selling an experience with a client, a fan, a potential buyer or investor in your brand, a lot of people are not doing it. They're paying publishing and publishers to put their stuff out, but they're not going out to meet the people. And that's what Spotify is going to bank on. Because if now they don't have to pay out royalties to people they deem as working artists, then they could take all their shit back, not have to um pay them their royalties, and then Spotify will be even more profitable because they don't have to pay out. Then you have artists that say, you know what, I'm going to let my royalties sit there and just chill. But if you do, think of who, who you pay to put your stuff on Spotify, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because if you're paying a third party, you have fees. Will those third parties start taking your fees away? Hmm. Will CD Baby and TuneCore and, and those folks, will they start raising the price? Because now you can't withdraw enough money as an independent artist where labels already have stuff booked in and that's in their budgets. See, as an independent artist, you got to know your budget. You got to know what you have for marketing, promotion, touring, events, merch, clothes, whatever you need to be successful, you have to budget that out. Well, as much as any independent artist say, I don't need no label. I could do it myself. You could put music out yourself, but it doesn't mean that you're going to get nurtured or taken to the places where you want to go so somebody can see you. And that's my major issue with this thing with Spotify is if they're going to stop the pay, I mean, as independent artists are going to be cut, out, cut at the knees many different ways, not just not being able to get their royalties, also means not going to be able, some may not be able to sustain the third party vendors that help promote and get this stuff on Spotify and Tidal and Deezer and all these places so that they can be heard. And that could be the biggest, the biggest robbery of all, because then that changes people's contracts when it comes to labels. It changes people's third party connections and how they load their music. It changes how you get your money when it comes to um, putting your roy getting your royalties out of the streaming platform of your desire and it changes the hub of business because if it's successful for one other people will copycat this thing and they will take the power back from the artist 
we're about to go through a major change when it comes to music and i want to know what you think please drop a comment let me know how you feel about this conversation but remember if you are an artist there's three about three things you can do to get yourself right i say five here's the top five things an independent artist can do to combat spotify number one Promote yourself to every podcast that you can find. That way people know your face and they know your stuff is out. Two, don't forget about physical merch. Shirts, bags, and all that's good. But also still do flash drives and CDs because that way you don't have to um, rely on Spotify. Here's a jewel for you. If you take $600 for you to make an album or project, you want to make $1,200 off of it $1,200 because you want to make your money back and then double the profit so if whatever it took for you to do the song or whatever calculate how much you're going to have to sell your shirts and your flash drives and things for so you stay on people's minds you can get your money back by doing your marketing and your promotion so market promote do interviews not only in your um stay start in your area and then expand don't try to move a project every year without some type of marketing even if you drop 700 songs still promote while you put this stuff out because then you can drop exclusives on these other platforms food for thought i'm just telling you food for thought also not only that merch music meeting the people and going around having that physical thing to sell remember interacting with a person in person goes a long way now see i'm on internet right now you know what i'm saying because unfortunately i don't have a studio anymore i may get one again soon but the point of me saying that is when you go out and you meet people whether it's on the computer or in person connect with them and build a long-lasting relationship through your business let them know that you are more than just an artist you are a person as well but own that artistry by being LLC or something, whatever you want to do to get your business correct. Because when you do, then people will take you more serious. You're not just somebody who just has a talent that they're going to throw away. You feel, you feel me? Here's another thing. Something that came to mind just now. Not only LLC yourself, but make sure you put yourself in position for people to see you and respect who you are through your brand. Build your brand. Just don't don't be a person who's singing rap. Really own it and take control of it so that you can control your royalties. You can see your royalties by touching touching people and meeting them in their neighborhoods and meeting them on stage after shows or something. You can sell your t-shirts. You can sell your merch. And then that way, you're going to not have to rely on the, um, the stream that's now being taken from you, royalties being taken away from you. You don't have to rely on that for your money and your income. That's very important. Build a website. Like I'm here on my on my YouTube and this is going to be on my website. Build a website. Let people buy directly from you. Don't just rely on seeing people when they can't see you. Give them your contact so they can contact you through your website. If you need a website built, talk to me. I know people. I have done work myself. Let's get it done. Not only that, though, have your stuff set up so you can make your own dividends. Look at Ryan Leslie. You don't hear him on the radio, but he makes thousands of dollars 
based on albums and stuff he has because people direct buy directly from him. And then when they do, when he does that, he continues talking to his fan base so that he could build a relationship with them so they know whenever he's doing anything, whenever there's any shows and stuff like that. So he has a preferred VIP list that he could take care of when they come see him. Those are all Jews I'm giving y'all for free. Anything more, come see me. And I'm telling you, y'all could build this thing if y'all really want to. You don't have to rely on on streaming to be comparable, successful when it comes to being an artist. And nobody's talking about the radio. I'm not even going there. I'm just talking about how Spotify is changing the pay rate and going to start taking y'all out of the game. If y'all like this message of how to stop that, please subscribe to Heritage Hip Hop on YouTube and HeritageHipHop.com. Follow at Heritage Hip Hop on all streaming media. I have new shirts in, on T Public. You can support me. Right now I have the Artifact shirt on. Salute to Ella Sensei. Artifacts is my favorite um, New Jersey hip-hop group. But support your artists and you can support me. In the link down below, there will be a link. Um, I mean, in the, in the comments down below, there will be a link to the T Public store where you can buy a Heritage Hip Hop shirt and help me build this. If you want us to donate, dollar sign Heritage Hip Hop for all donations. And I appreciate it because at the end of the day, I want to I want to still build this platform so it's a legacy platform. When I pass away one day, I pray somebody else could pick this up and take it somewhere even higher than what I did. And that's what I'm building it for. You know what I'm saying? Before I get out of here, I want to thank you for watching this show. Let me know what you think in the comments. Now that Spotify is cutting the money as an artist, what can you do? Or what can the culture do to stay afloat so that we don't have to do, we don't have to rely on the plat on the streaming platforms, but we could go somewhere bigger and better as artists, especially independently, who don't have a label yet. Because at the end of the day, you want to be heard. And if we don't know what the working artist label is, how do we know you're going to be heard? And then how are you going to reap the benefits of being heard the same way? This is Kareva Heritage Hip Hop asking these questions and more. Make sure you subscribe to Heritage Hip Hop for the Mike Council and in the R&B, which um, is coming back. Rest in peace to um, Ms. Washington, Nas Romantic's grandmother. I also want to give a shout out to Freaka. Shout out, shout out to my man, Don Rich of the Lux fam. Free my dude. Keep your head up and stay strong, and we'll see you soon. And with that being said, may the most high bless you. Peace. And I'm out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast, distributed by HeritageHipHop.com. We introduce you to your future favorite artists today while celebrating the people and the artists who are the foundation of hip-hop culture as we stand on their shoulders and uplift the culture that they have helped provide us to enjoy today. You can follow Heritage Hip Hop on all social media platforms at Heritage Hip Hop. You can follow Heritage Hip Hop on our homepage, heritagehiphop.com. If you'd like to donate and help Heritage Hip Hop reach its goal of being a legacy platform, you can not only donate to Heritage Hip Hop by going to Cash App, and we ask that you please, if you like to donate, donate to Dollar Sign Heritage Hip Hop. But you can also go to T Public with a link in the description of this video and buy a T-shirt that supports the brand as well. Without further ado, we have to end this. And it's sad we have to go, but it's a pleasure thanking you and hoping that you kept company with us for the full conversation. May the most high bless you. Look forward to new episodes coming. And with that being said, we'd like to say peace. And we out.